Hello again. This is a short interlude by myself, Nazeti Mohammed Yaqub, for the podcast Talk Architecture regarding a topic that is one of the emerging issues in architecture design and something that architecture graduates um, and those who recently um, became architect could tackle um, as part of their um, possible um, deeper engagement in an interesting niche in architecture practice, which is regarding retrofitting or home modifications for, in order to design for aging in place, specifically for older persons, seniors, or in other words, elderly person, in which um, envisaging that one day everyone will be disabled and how housing could be designed to adapt to this eventuality in someone's life. I was recently out of a clubhouse uh, clubhouse app event or one of these sessions where there was a debate between home care versus residential home. It's at a level where um, the speakers were based in America or the UK, and the issue has been come to a point where they're thinking a bit about it more critically. And I keep on seeing a lot of this discussion, designing for wellness and designing for older persons, uh, especially in the residential setting. And even in Malaysia, um, the recognition of a recent project that I was involved with, with Suntrack Development, Sundaram Berhad, uh, which is a Twai residence, a multi-generational um, housing con- concept. For the Asian, for the Asian family uh, in Malaysia, basically, even though we have a diverse racial composition, we we're basically Asian in nature, and we're not really keen to to get our um, mothers or fathers, you know. To, to be staying on their own or in residential homes. Um, and the kind of residential homes are limited in terms of what we expect it to be. And our mothers and fathers, whether they expect to stay in such a place. But that's not to say that home care is a, 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 a preferable option. But when you're at a certain age, you don't have any choice but to um, accept things, uh, decisions that are made on your behalf, really. But how do you want to prolong independent living and assisted living rather than than be in a situation where you need to have nursing care? It's always the dilemma, and you cannot put an age to it. Some people could be doing independent living right until the age of 80, it depends on how they are. And some people can need 
assisted living very early on in the 60s or even earlier. And for disabled persons, for example, we've always been living with assisted living, um, even at a younger age, maybe 40-something, uh, or even earlier, depending on your disability or severity of your impairment. So this is a real big topic because of the aging population, because we are more advanced uh, technologically, and there are all these applications and um, assistance in terms of digital revolution. And the Japanese, uh, the ones that I've visited, um, uh, a university, a health university, um, they had a lot of advancement in robotics um, to assist um, the, someone who is disabled in residential care for example. So when this becomes less costly and more available to people, they would want to live independently or maybe assisted by one person to buy groceries or drive them around. But eventually the the home is going to be very accessible, safe, and usable for them. Once we have that in mind when we design it. One is the new built. And the um the uh my my collaboration or my um able to be involved in twi residence with suntrack developments in jemberhat was limited in a way that but it was something that was re- i really appreciate being involved with that where i was able to appraise or design appraise the architect's drawings. The architects eventually uh, appreciated the sort of hands-on explanation of universal design or why certain dimensions should be, should be of a certain length or width and, and how I was able to... Um, help create this branding in a way for the, the developer. Um, the CEO was really accommodating to me and, and it was, I just visited a showroom and they had, um, they had uh, sold out the, the type of unit layout, a unit that, um, that was the more universal design one. The idea from an Asian perspective is that you'd be living with your parents and the type of unit accommodates you, another person, it may be your spouse and one child, maybe as they grow older, and your parent. Um... And at a certain age, your parent could have their own, um, I mean, things could be adapted because of the design if they need a wheelchair or to go to the bathroom and they could choose to stay in the bedroom that is most accessible to the bathroom. So 
of course, this is just one idea of how to have a multi-generational living and living with your parent. Because it's not easy to have this, that a house will grow with you or grow with your parent or grow with the person who bought the house. Decisions made by families and how to adjust with each other. So that was the idea of um, uh, of multi-generational living or other concepts that are similar, such as lifetime homes. And and suddenly there is this interest in it. And uh, starting with the architect who needs to understand about design with empathy and starting with the developer who needs to be also trained and also get the staff to be trained uh, in order for them to anticipate this um, need to have their designs or their residential designs to 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 be more according to the trends or the market trends at the moment so watch out for that and I think I encourage architects and property developers to know more about the subject and be prepared. And thank you very much for listening.